the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Friday. And, and I'll just say this. Everybody, I hope you got your boots on. Because it is getting thick out there. Uh, we had the government's jobs number out today. And wow, it was great, sensational borderline unbelievable i didn't borderline it really wasn't believable but yet there it is uh, a huge about 253,000 jobs created uh, this was for the month of april uh, which way above expectations i mean which makes sense right layoff announcements happen every stinking day now but i i guess okay that one maybe Right? Maybe, maybe some people were, were doing the, the move down. Hey, I lost my better job. I'm going to go get that job, you know, as a waitress or, or, uh, maybe, you know, like raising canes. I don't know if you guys got canes in Colorado, Jason. Uh, they, they do chicken strips is what they do. They're a fast food place. They just announced they're just going to start paying their new minimum wage, $19 an hour, uh, everywhere to, to work at raising canes. Uh, so maybe that, but here was the thing that, that was really caught the eye of everybody outside of the, wow, that's a shocker in the number of jobs, wage inflation, half of a percent. Uh, so, you know, you do, you kind of do the math there. That's, that's 6%, uh, on an annualized basis, much, much hotter than expected. And again, really defied any any type of logic when we look at uh, the layoffs, right? You know, you think about every Thursday we get job layoffs. They're, they've been way up. Uh, the actual uh, Challenger Gray and Christmas planned layoff announcements are five hundred percent. But for Jason, no slowdown in inflation. Uh, the unemployment rate was another shocker down to 3.4 percent uh that's the lowest since 1969 it's kind of funny that that that's the date because we know the 70s we had stat you know well we had hyperinflation not stagflation because we had uh an economy that was growing along with rising prices this one's probably going to be an economy not growing with rising prices but at least for now jason uh, the job market's still hanging in there. Yeah, that's a good point I have to raise is uh, the difference between stagflation and hyperinflation. Because I've, I've mentioned a few times we could be heading towards hyperinflation, but it's, it's really not that. It's, it is stagflation. And I don't know, is, is there such a thing as low stagflation and hyperstagflation? Is there a difference, Joe? Because I think we're on the lower end of it. But I think the inflation can be much hotter, and, and, and I, I believe that growing the markets is uh, not going to happen. And, Unless I guess they can keep the rates high and think that they have some magic on the end of it. Yeah, and again, I know J- Jason is still in that belief of, hey, you know what? I know they're saying pause, but mm, 
I got a feeling they're going to have to raise rates again. I don't think so, but I'll tell you right now, this report says that Jason's right. The problem is none of the other data says that, but this one screams it, right? This this is this is saying, hey, this this economy is red hot, right? Inflation if it really is at three point four percent, that means I you know, I guess look at raising case. Hey, we're going to nineteen dollars to to serve uh sweet tea and chicken strips. Right? And and, and I guess at that point uh, you know, are we going to be still in this this scenario where every every day you got to pay more and more and more? I know uh, Bernie Sanders, my favorite Bernie Sanders, man. Can we? This guy just needs to not be uh, in Congress anymore because uh, he does not know what he do, what he does. But he wants to to bring a minimum wage back up. You know, of course, obviously federal minimum. I think federal is federal minimum wage still seven and a half dollars. I mean, it is kind of ridiculous. We don't need a federal minimum wage, by the way. Uh, let the businesses figure it out for themselves. Uh, but he wants to come up with a new minimum wage of seventeen dollars an hour, Jason. That'll fix it. That'll fix everything. Yeah, that's you know, it, it, it's not going to work. <laughs> and and uh, different states across the country have different economies, and they don't need to. Uh, you know, minimum wage. I mean, the minimum wage is just—it's like federal income tax. It's just wrong. It shouldn't exist. It should just go away. Uh, you know, a, a a company that's trying to profit and and try to build will pay what's necessary to build, and they'll pay a higher wage. You know, and and a, and a failing company will pay a lower wage because they can't afford it. And an employee that's valuable will get a higher wage, and an employee that's not as valuable gets a lower wage. It's, it's simple supply and demand when it comes to your your labor. But you know, Joe, when uh, the, the federal government taxes your wages like they shouldn't, because a man's wages is his property. That's the founders. Then you're going to have a minimum wage eventually, because you got to, you know, you, you have the uh, the liberal side of things saying, well, we got to give the you know these these laborers more money. We got to force these companies to. To, to to bleed out the nose, even if they're not profiting at all, it's you know it's uh, too too much government. The, the federal government, especially the, the federal government, has should have no overreach and no power in, in any of the economic situations in each state and city that we that we live in. Joe, it's it's just one of those you know his, historic things that we cover over and over again, which is the federal government needs to step out and they should have never put a private company in place to handle the money. It's terrible. So uh, besides the ADP report uh, today, the banks, right? So we know, man, I just I don't see a good way out for these regional banks. But at least for today, anyway, uh, at least right now for today, uh, they, they they they've gotten a reprieve for today. I kind of think that hey, let's just clean this up, keep the pressure on, let's get let's get them. Let's get them through the system as fast as possible. I think that's going to cause more problems next week. So we'll have to see. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason wrapping up another one of these crazy weeks. And today, uh, maybe the craziest of them all, a, a job stubber that I think left most of us kind of scratching our head. Uh, the Dow is up 400 points. That makes total sense, right? Uh, and, again, 
Uh, they want to be at 33,000. They got, they have to be, right? It's just kind of one of those things. Uh, the, the, the S&P's up 60. Now, I'm just going to say this. If they really believed that jobs number, the Dow would be down 400 points. The S&P would be down because, to our point earlier, that says that the Fed should keep raising rates. Right? Inflation's three point or inflation. Unemployment's three four three point four percent. Wage inflation six percent. Jobs are be allegedly being created by the hundreds of thousands. See, but this is where the disconnect is because they really don't believe it. Uh, but this is why we always tell you, hey, maybe having some stuff not correlated to Wall Street's a really good idea. Because uh, you never know. Uh, and again, it looks like, like I said, uh, Pac West, uh, Western Alliance, some of these other banks that have been under extreme pressure, uh, they're, they're getting a reprieve today, uh, which I just think this is going to carry now over into next week. I think if the pressure had stayed on, uh, maybe the Fed over the weekend uh, would have cleaned this thing up. Now I think this goes another week. Uh, gold's down uh, 35 right now, 2020. Here's the good part. We thought gold prices, all the prices were going to be up today. They're actually down a few dollars. So, hey, that's a, a good opportunity here. Silver uh, down 40 cents. But, again, you're looking for places to go that aren't tied to Wall Street. Check out our friends at Y-Refi. Up to 10.25% returns. They don't care about interest rates. They don't care. Listen, I guess uh, they, they can create any seasonally adjusted fake jobs crap that they want. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's fixed at 10 point, up to 10.25%. If you go for five years, go for one. Hey, maybe you just want to sit out there. You know what? I, I just want to sit this year out. They'll still give you 6.25%. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com. The word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. That's 888-YREFI24. Remember, you got to have at least $50,000. That's the minimum. And, oh, by the way, you can use an existing uh, IRA. Some of you can even use your 401k. So, so check that out as well uh, as we continue to to watch all of this play out, Jason. This is this is one of those things where uh, you can kind of see when we always talk about, hey, there, there really isn't a good answer, right? I mean, really, the Fed was way behind in raising rates they, they the rates should be higher than what they are but look at what the problems it causes every time they raise rates it causes more problems for the banks yeah it does and uh it, it under a normal economy uh you know, it, it, well how about this <clears throat> if we had a fair economy we wouldn't have a uh, a central bank telling us what the rates should be. The banks all over the country could set their own rates, and then uh, customers can then decide where they want to go get their loans. But under the current system we have, even then uh, they should be able to raise rates without causing economic trauma to the system. But that's because we're so far down the road in, in a situation where the rates were zero for so long, Joe, and they've printed so much money and the debt is so huge 
that uh, seems like the littlest moves uh, make people scared like crazy, right? They, oh my gosh, it's another quarter point. They got to stop this. They got to stop it. It's the end of the world. Well, you know, a quarter point, Joe. I mean, you know, even though it sucks if you have a loan or have a credit card or something where it's adjustable rate and it's going to go up a quarter point now because of what happened this week, it's not that much more, right, Joe? But when you talk about the enormous numbers of the American economy, that quarter point ends up being quite a bit, right, Joe? It's, it's, uh, it, it makes indigestion for many uh, banks and institutions uh, across the country. Yeah, and, and again, uh, let's just be honest. This was horrible, horrible uh, job by the Federal Reserve, right? They, you know, and again, th- these mandates that they have are ridiculous. First of all, they, they don't control employment. Have we figured that out yet? Right, they, they, they've raised interest rates 500 basis points and the unemployment rates 3.4%, so they obviously can't control that. Right, that's just another way of, well, when it gets really bad, we'll print a lot more money, right? That, that's all that really was about. Stable prices? Even when they, and we know they lie about it. Right, they, 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 we don't even really track inflation. We track this fake inflation that they love to create. Now we got to find out about a core PCE price deflator, whatever that is, right? And something where they create, don't think about this, they created this stuff. They, they, they sat in some boardroom and a conference table, uh, had their textbooks out and said, well, you know, you know, old Alan Greenspan started all, well, you know, hey, hey listen, Beef's too expensive. They'll just buy pork. So therefore, let's not count that. Right? I mean, this is how these guys operate. But it, when you really think about it, you know, after the financial crisis, you would think, okay, these guys should be looking after and having oversight over these banks. Because Silicon Valley Bank should have never have happened. Never. Signature Bank shouldn't have happened. First Republic shouldn't have happened. It's just bad oversight, really, no oversight at all. And this is really the thing that makes me, because if you think about it, what should a central bank really do, really? Because to Jason's point, they shouldn't even be in charge of creating the money. They should be supervising these banks to make sure they're not doing stupid stuff. And, of course, obviously, yeah. like I said, now we're getting into banks that, you know, maybe they did a few things a little risky, but they weren't – this wasn't blatant, right? Silicon Valley Bank, that was pretty That was pretty blatant. Now we're into these banks that, hey, a lot of this stuff was the fault of the Fed because you forced them to buy these things at these super low rates, and then you jacked them up. Yep, that's right. I mean, if, if we had, like I said, a, a fair banking system, banks should just be run like any other business. And if you decide to uh, put your money in a bank and that bank is doing risky, outrageous things, then then it's just like an investment. You just you put your money in the wrong place. This is why gold coins and silver coins are so important because that, that, that can isolate you from you – can, you can just save your money yourself. You don't have to have it in the bank. The bank is supposed to be protection. You know, if you, you live in a place where there's a lot of thieves and burglaries going on, you can't really store money there. Then you go to a bank, and you got to pick a good one. And banks should be able to succeed and fail all by themselves. But now, Joe, we have this this system in place where 
a couple of banks go under and the whole entire system is is uh is all interconnected and it just causes stress for the entire thing and it and it goes worldwide right you get get a couple of big banks in america going down joe and some of the rest of the world is freaking out right and that's it's kind of the same over there uh, you know you have credit swiss was going under several weeks ago and people freak out you know and it's 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 a lot of fear when it comes to your money and this is why i love the customers of patriot trading and i get to meet with the the most calm and and confident individuals ever because they've put money away in something that's just outside of this whole thing they don't have to worry about all this bad news that we talk about every day joe because our gold and silver customers have figured out long ago that hey i'll protect myself i don't need the bank to protect me yeah and and again it, you know the only one not calm is probably me right i, I i'm the least calm one all, all of our all of our customers are, are are all pretty calm because they know. Hey, I've done I've done the right thing here. Uh, I, I've taken uh, the time to to protect myself, protect my family. Uh, and again, remember, this is the this is all about confidence, right? The the dollar isn't backed by anything. I mean, quite honestly, it is a piece of paper. With pretty color, well, I don't, you know, I'll call it pretty colors. Uh, you, you maybe, maybe you don't like green. I, I don't know, but it's just a piece of paper with colors on it and designs. Uh, there is no intrinsic value to it, uh, and, and now all of a sudden, people are starting to worry. You know, what's interesting is people are more worried today about the money in their bank than the financial crisis. And that makes sense because a lot of people woke up during the financial crisis. Some of them took action, right? Some of them were like, well, I woke up. I'm watching it now, right? I'm going to keep my eye on now. Now it's happening again, right? Now all of a sudden even more people are taking action. But this is becoming a problem. And, and again, this is where the credibility part of the Fed uh, really is starting to wane here, especially, you know, Jay Powell on Wednesday, the banking system sound, and then all of a sudden, here we go again, right? We've got the, the crisis uh, seemingly picking up steam, and, and we get a one-day reprieve. But, but and again, it, it makes it difficult. Then we get these numbers like the jobs number today, and here's why it's so hard. Take this jobs number today. According to... The, the surveys that are being done, this shouldn't have happened. This number shouldn't have happened today. Layoffs are up. a matter of fact, small businesses. What small businesses is still the majority of businesses. 31% of small businesses said we are planning to lay off. Of those saying that they plan to create jobs, only 15% of small businesses said they were going to create jobs. Now, listen, this was a March number. And, of course, we got the April jobs report today. How can these both be true? Right? How can 31% of small businesses in March saying we're getting ready to lay off and only 15% saying we're getting ready to add to, to payrolls which means the other, you know, 50 plus percent were like, hey, we're, we're good, right? We're not going to, we don't plan to lay off and we don't plan to hire. 
and, and we get these numbers, and of course with the wages, the wages being so hot and the unemployment rate being so low, Jason, it really is. It's a head scratcher. It definitely is. It definitely is. We'll, we'll have to just see, uh, you know, which way they're going to go. Because I don't think they're going to raise the rates more, Joe. But uh, it's possible they'll raise the rates if they know something that we don't. If they have an, uh, an indication or understanding. Uh, in this case, in my case, which is there's going to be extreme inflation if they don't continue to raise it. If they, if they have something, Joe, but beyond the numbers that you report every week. If they've got something that says, okay, inflation is going to keep on going, we got to just try to discreetly raise the rates to just stay ahead of it. They, they'll keep raising the rates. You know, I, I think they stop raising the rates like they say they're going to. They Over the last couple of years, they've really been doing everything they said they're going to do. So I, I don't have any reason to not, uh, believe that they're not going to uh, do what they said, which is they're going to pause, and then we'll hear about them pausing. And then uh, after the pausing, they'll uh, lower the rates and start printing the money when things get worse, Joe. Yeah, I agreed. And so it's one of those things where, again, I think this is just bad data. I think this is uh, bad seasonal adjustments. Uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, how, how this all is going to work. But now we've got another interesting thing happening, and and that is – First, it was Illinois last week saying, uh-oh, hey, uh, all that COVID money's all gone. Uh, we're now running an unanticipated deficit. Today, it was California's turn. California last year allegedly had a $100 billion surplus. It very, very quickly... That $100 billion surplus turned a $100 billion loss. Why? 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour here on this Friday. Uh, gold's down 32, uh, 2023. Uh, silver's down 40 cents, uh, 2560. Uh, the, we, you know what? We've got an, an, an interesting item today. Something that we have not run, man. In a very long time, uh, I've got some 1921 Morgans. Uh, the, the 1921 Morgan. this was the last year of the Morgan dollar. Remember, they, they mended Morgans all the way up till 1904. And then they stopped minting them uh, until 1921. And then, of course, in 1922... Uh, they came out with the peace dollar. These are what we call VG plus. So a lot of the Morgans, uh, you know, they, they get worn out, right? They, they, the, the, the dates are, are hard to read. Uh, the, uh, the, the lady Morgan, uh, is, is worn down. Uh, the, these aren't really, uh, they're not super worn, but they're, they're not new looking either right these aren't like AUs or BUs uh but but they they're in they're in solid solid condition they're $795 uh for 1921 Morgans i mean a silver eagle today a roll of silver eagles is $880 so uh a pretty big difference uh, in that, I mean, but if you went to, as an example, if you went to an AU, more just to give you an idea, you'd probably be paying 
eight hundred eighty to nine hundred dollars. That and and then of course you go to the pre twenty one mortgage. Pre twenty one mortgage, Jason, you're probably in AU condition. You're somewhere in the fifties. I mean, that, that's how uh, crazy these markets are. So, but a pretty good deal here on nineteen twenty rolls of nineteen twenty one Morgan dollars. There's twenty Morgan dollars in each roll. There's seven hundred and ninety five dollars today at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. So something a little different today. A little piece of history, you know. Of course, you got to remember why did they come up with the peace dollar? Well, after World War One, right? They thought there would be peace, and then uh, they stopped minting the peace dollar in nineteen thirty-five, and then of course, right after that, Jason, right, World War Two. There's a, there's a conspiracy there too, Joe. Why the peace dollar even happened? There's which is has a lot to do with uh, what I was talking to you this morning about the uh, the crash of the markets in 1893, yep. and yep. there was a lot of silver being mined out west. The Carson City Mint, they just propped that thing up and just started minting tons of coins. And there's, uh, there's a couple of ideas as to why they even minted the peace dollar at all, because in 1904 they stopped minting silver dollars, and right. the government was, was pushing towards this Federal Reserve System, which happens in 1913. And uh, they wanted silver out of the way. It was a very freeing type of metal, whereas gold was a little more controllable. They didn't want the gold either, but if they got rid of the silver, gold could have been the next thing, which, of course, they did in 1933 with the help of the Federal Reserve being in, in charge. So that's, uh, it's just cool to get these Morgan dollars. You know, 1921, they minted the Morgan dollar only for one reason. They needed an act of Congress to get the peace dollar design in place, which they did at the very end of 1921. So uh, they were legally able to mint these 1921 Morgan dollars for the first part of the year, but they really wanted the new design, which they got late in the year. So these are very abundant. Uh, that's why they're a little cheaper. And uh, we haven't had Morgans for a while. I mean, Morgan dollars, peace dollars, these are essentially where the half dollars, the quarters, and the dimes are going. They're never going to mint these ever again, not in 90% silver. And uh, over different types of silver demand pushes, which we're going to have another one of those coming up, a lot of these just get melted, all of them. The dollars, these 21 Morgan dollars, you'll see them. If the price of silver goes up enough, these things will just get melted down, and they'll just be less and less of them. So you're getting them at, at, at a good silver price, Joe, and uh, hold on to these guys. You never know. You might end up having a collectible that's worth more than the silver if they just keep melting these down over the years, Joe. Yeah, you never do know. 800-951-0592. And we're starting to talk about another problem arising. Right, the, you know the the storm clouds. Like I said, Jason, we don't guess. We do a lot of research here, and now uh, the states and, and obviously the blue the blue states. Everybody knows, man. They had problems. They got bailed out during the financial crisis. Then they got bailed out again during COVID. Right now, all of a sudden, and look how it's just the gap is shorter and shorter and shorter. Uh, here they are in trouble again. Illinois now facing a massive budget deficit. California, look how bad it is. In California, when they first came out of the budget in January, they said, well, we got to come up. We're going to be short $22.5 billion. Through March, that number grew by, by another over $5 billion more dollars. And now Gavin Newsom saying, uh-oh, uh, because, you know, the tax returns, they're even worse. The, the, 
Jason, they, they went from potentially a $100 billion surplus to a $100 billion deficit potentially in a single year. I mean, that's hard to do. Yeah, you can see why they tried to build up the surplus to begin with. I wonder if they knew that this was... <laughs> That this was coming, Joe. It seems like, it seems like at some level, somebody there's one bean counter out there that knows this stuff is happening. You know, Michael Burry, he's not the only genius out there that sees these things before they happen. And uh, yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like getting fired from a job. I mean, things are doing good. You're getting paid really good. You get fired from a job. One year later, your entire world economically has gone the wrong way. Another one of the reasons why we tell people to buy gold and silver because you never know when you're your economic situation changes quickly, and you need to have that soft pillow to to catch the problem when it happens, Joe. I just, you know, Gavin Newsom. It's like <laughs> maybe they need a maybe they need a trillion dollar cushion there, Joe. Maybe that would do it. Well, and again, this is the thing. Well, well, why is this important? Why do we care? Why do we care about California? Well, we should. I mean, California by itself is one of the largest economies in the world. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. Uh, the problem here is now California's got to cut even more. They already knew in yeah. January, man, we, we've got to cut $20 billion. Because California doesn't have a printing press, right? So they, they can't print more money. We, we, we've got to, we've got to come up with $22.5 billion. Now all of a sudden that number, whoa, whoops, uh oh. Man, we really overestimated what these tax receipts were going to be. And, of course, everybody's leaving the state. Uh, we've got commercial. Look at where most of the banks so far that have collapsed are. California Bank, Silicon Valley, California Bank, uh, PacWest, California Bank, right? Signature, I, I don't know if Signature was a California bank or not, but but these are where a lot of these banks are at. Uh, and, Jason, that just means, hey, the second half of this year, a lot of these states now are going to have to figure out how to spend less money. And, again, this is all part of the economy. This is the, the problem with it all. 800-951-0592-1921 Morgan, $795 a roll. We'll be back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe and Jason wrapping up here on a Friday. Uh, we've got the 1921 rolls of 1921 Morgan dollars uh, at $795 a roll. You know, think about it, a roll of silver is $880. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, man, I've been doing this for 20 years, and it hasn't been until COVID. COVID kind of changed things. Because you used to be able to buy uh, the, 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 the Morgan and the Peace dollars really close uh, to Silver Eagle pricing. But even with the huge premiums on Silver Eagles, uh, the Morgan and the Peace dollars, uh, they, they've, they've also uh, added... Uh, very significant premiums, but this is a, a place where at least in, in, in this VG, VG plus conditions, you can buy them, uh, for significantly less than silver years. Once you get to the AUs, which is the next level, then all of a sudden you're paying as much or more for those Morgan and Peace dollars than you are, uh, for the Silver Eagle. So this is the, the, that one, you know, the, I guess the, the one place where you can still buy a Morgan dollar uh, for less than a Silver Eagle, Jason. 
Yeah, and, and they don't have as much silver in them as a uh, Silver Eagle, but like I said, uh, the, the premiums on junk silver are just getting larger and larger and makes me wonder, Joe, if, uh, like I said, the half dollars are going to get more and more expensive because that's the next biggest coin, and then behind that will be the quarters and the dimes. So uh, when we can get, when you can get these silver dollars in circulated uh, grade, it kind of kind of a nice shape for a, for a decent price. When we offer it, jump all over it because what did you say? Twenty two rolls. That's not very much. You can have one guy buy all those essentially. So if you want to jump on one, don't. Don't sit there and think about it because all it takes is one guy he turns the show in light and he's like, "What? They have Morgans?" And they just call in, "Give me ten rolls, give me twelve rolls, right, Joe?" And then it just just goes goes right by, right by us, and uh, you have to wait for the next one. You know, and here's another thing: why uh, this jobs number just is so baffling today, and I think why Wall Street's ignoring it. Half of the S and P 500 is reported or. The number of companies complaining about labor cost of the half that have reported plunged 80%. So four out of five uh, S&P 500 companies that in the previous quarters were like, yes, labor cost uh, is, is expensive, personal cost, spending on hiring, right, down 80%. And what was interesting, Jason, is guess what it got replaced with? It actually got replaced with reducing headcounts, right? So so we, we have this really interesting dynamic playing out on jobs. Uh, Capital One, the credit card company, you know, what's in your wallet? They're saying that they expect a recession before the end of the year. As he said, that uh, people falling behind on their credit card payments to Capital One continues to rise. They said the delinquency rate for customers at least 30 days late or more rose 134 basis points, uh, essentially almost doubled in a single quarter uh, where they were before. Now approaching 4% of all of their customers are now at least 30 days late on credit cards at, at Capital One. And then we found out central banks, Jason, they did not care about higher gold prices. They continued to pound the gold markets. China, Taiwan, India, just to name a few, all continuing to add to their gold holdings. Uh, and, and again, I thought maybe we'd get a little... You know, pull back on that because you know gold's now over two thousand uh, dollars, but it's still ha- it, it's continuing. Yeah, and you had noticed that there's been these suspicious Friday pullbacks in gold recently, and a new pattern is, is existing. <laughs> and during the week, they kind of it build it back up. Last or- week, listen, we've had a, these Friday sell-offs three out of the last, or now count today, four out of the last five Fridays, uh, but it did skip last week. It skipped last week. It was flat last week, but it didn't, you know, here's the thing. Last week, gold didn't really go up a lot last week. It kind of stayed, stayed stale, whereas the previous weeks, you got 2,000 moving towards 2050, then back down to 2,000, moving back down to the, back to the, just, it really, you know, we, we saw the same thing for a few weeks before this when it was trying to break through 2,000, and then it did. Now it's kind of got these few weeks here, Joe, where it seems like it's really trying hard to break through the record high. 
And, I, you know, what happens when it breaks the record high? How many people are going to see that little headline and start buying, right, Joe? I, usually when you break the all-time record high, for some reason, that just puts bells off in people's heads that don't buy gold, and then suddenly you got a whole bunch of new buyers that weren't there before because they hear record highs in gold. And nobody wants to miss, the, you know, the big rise in some, some asset class. And uh, that's just not how gold works. But you know what? We'll be here when, uh, when, when the price just keeps going up and up and up, Joe. And people should have been buying well before this. Buy it now because, Joe, 3,000 gold is not that far off. No, it, it really isn't. As a matter of fact, you know, gold today, uh, I kind of liked it today. We'll see if it stays because it, it, it stayed above 2,000 out, right? We're at 2025, uh, kind of slowly inching its way back. Uh, and again, some some profit taking. Uh, this was going to go one way or the other, right? A, a bad number, which I really thought we were going to get. I thought we were going to see like 150,000, maybe even 130,000. I thought we'd see the unemployment rate not tick up a lot, but I thought we'd see like 3.7 uh, on an unemployment rate. And I thought we were going to see uh, wage growth slow, maybe, you know, three tenths or two tenths. Uh, we got none of that. We got 253,000 jobs. We had the unemployment rate fall to 3.4. Uh, and, and they said hiring costs uh, skyrocketed to half of a percent. So a little profit taken here probably makes sense. 800-951-0592. Jason and I wrapping up the week when we get back. 800-951-0592. Wrapping up the week. And, man, uh, this week... Uh, didn't start out real interesting, and then it got real interesting real quick. Uh, uh, the good news today is, at least for the day, uh, we've got a reprieve uh, on the banking situation. Uh, and, and unfortunately, I kind of view that as bad news because uh, I think we'd be better off uh, having these things dealt with and dealt with quickly. Now it looks like uh, it. it Looks like, anyway, we could be setting ourselves up for another interesting week. Next week, uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, how all of this unfolds. Uh, but we do have uh, rolls of 1921 Morgan dollars. Uh, there's 20 in a roll. Uh, there's $795. These are uh, what we call VG Plus in the industry. They're, they're not brand new looking. Uh, but here's the nice part. They're not really worn out either. They're, they're just, uh, they have a lot of, of, uh, what I'll call, uh, uh, patina, right, Jason? That's the, that's the, that's the fancy word, right? A lot of patina on these. Yeah, yeah. These were actually spent. They were used by Americans. Uh, they were, and they were spent. Obviously, if you have an uncirculated one, it's super nice and crisp and silver looking and, but these are uh, more affordable because they were spent. They have the uh, essentially the whole full silver weight of the coin, and uh, you know they're all 1921s. They, they made a lot of them in 1921. Makes them more affordable to buy these, and uh, you know it's, it's won't be too much longer, Joe. You know the decades to come. These these coins are just going to be really hard to get in in any form, and I, I suggest that people get in. As I'm I'm becoming more and more of a fan of of uh, utility silver, pre-64 silver because. It's, uh, it's it's got a lot of upside when you buy it, and so when we rarely get these Morgan dollar buys, uh, you should really jump on and get yourself a roll or two while they're available. 
Yeah, absolutely. 800-951-0592. Uh, if you're looking to add to gold today, hey, here's the good news. The, the $10 liberties, uh, hey, they're back to 1225. So here we thought, uh, yesterday we, we, we thought we were going to be staring 1250 in the face. Uh, but we got a pullback, so the price came back down. Uh, $10 libs, uh, $1,225 continues to be, uh, the best bang for your buck in, in that old gold market. Uh, and then of course today, silver, silver's down 35 cents. Silver doesn't care. Doesn't care. Premiums don't care. They didn't change the price on silver either. Didn't change the price on utility silver. Uh, that, that, that tells you the type of market silver's in right now, Jason. Silver is, you know, I, I, the customers come in, they buy their uh, their invoices. When I, uh, when I when I get the invoices, I call people in. Once I've got the product here, they come into my office, and several of the customers, not everybody, but a lot of customers come in. Hey, do you got any, anything more? Or they they bring in uh, whatever their amount is. They have a, an extra hundred fifty bucks. It's like, hey, how much silver can I get for this? And uh, and I'm telling you right now, I used, there were there were times in the last few years uh, where I'd have quite a bit of silver sitting on the desk, and people weren't really picking it up. But now it's like anytime I get a little bit extra silver going on, Joe, it uh, it gets scooped up quick. People wanna, they, they don't want change in dollars. They want it. They want it in silver now, Joe. When I when they come to the office here in Colorado. Yeah, we're seeing the same thing here. That's a that's a, a really good point. The problem is for a lot of them, right? We we just don't have a lot of a, a lot of silver sitting on hand anymore. So. God bless everybody. Uh, have, a, have a great weekend. Get out there, enjoy the weather, and we'll be back next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.